Hello from Awakenai country. This is Tim McCardle, Leroy Junior Senior High School Principal, and welcome back to another edition of Principal McCardle's Weekly Update Podcast. We have an awesome show in store for you this week, so sit back, relax, and enjoy hearing from our Wacken Knights. All right, next up on the podcast this week, I'm really excited to uh, do a little senior spotlight. And uh, this senior spotlight is going to be a little little different than we've done in the past in the fact that I have twins sitting with me. So I'm, we actually have two sets of twins uh, in this year's uh, senior class. And, um, and you'll get to know who's sitting in front of me in just one second. But uh, it's really cool uh, to, to be a twin or triplet. Um, and, and we've had a lot of them uh, come through our school over the years, and it's just been a, just a joy to see the magic uh, that happens uh, um, with, with the siblings like that. So we're going to jump in and talk about that, and also uh, we're going to talk about uh, life as a senior and making the decisions for the next chapter of your life. So I'll have these guys introduce themselves, and then we'll jump into some questions. Hi, I'm Michaela. I'm a senior, and I'm the oldest twin. Hi, I'm McKenna, and I'm a senior, and I'm the younger twin. So, uh, McKenna, as far as being the youngest twin, um, you know, has it been tough being, you know, a couple minutes, seconds? Uh, do you know how, you know, how how much time you are behind? Um, I'm actually like an hour and. 20, 30 minutes behind her. Okay. I was born at 5.50 in the morning, and she was born at 4.40 in the, or 30, 4.30 in the morning. So, but I don't really notice it. And if people ask, they usually say I'm the older one. Like, if we had to make people guess, they would say that they would guess me as the older one because I'm a little taller, and I don't know if I look older, but <laughs> I think we look the same. Yeah, I, I think you guys are tight. And that, that's my next thing is, is how, like, like how annoying or how hard or how cool has it been to not to have people have a hard time being able to you know know who you are I think it depends on the situation you're in like in sports I wish people would understand that there's a difference between us and um teachers sometimes too but at the same time it's like if you make a mistake like people doesn't know they don't know which one made the mistake or like they can't tell us apart I mean it definitely has its times. Sure. And Michaela, you know, uh, talk to us about, you know, just being the older uh, a twin. Do you, have you taken on, um, you know, any other responsibilities or any pressure of being the older twin? Or do you guys don't look at it that way at all? Um, I think probably different than other twins. We don't really, like, use it to, like, compare each other. And we're kind of just, we're very similar, so I don't really use it against her and no one else, like, in our family or, like, in the school or, like, in general uses it against her or me. So it's really no big deal. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, and, and you know, obviously with older and younger brothers and sisters, I mean, we're obviously talking years. Here we're talking minutes. So, uh, yeah, that's, that, that, that's, that's always a unique thing to see who, who, came, who came out first and, and who came out second, third, fourth, whatever. Um, so let's – I want you guys to kind of talk about just – you know, what it's like having a twin sister, you know, kind of like your, your approach to a how, you know, how fun, how challenging, you know, whatever your experience has been, kind of give people, um, you know, in the experience, behind the scenes experience of, of the good, you know, the, the good and maybe the bad or ugly of it. Um, it's definitely really fun. I don't really notice it, like, as it being different, but like when people see you in public and like they stop you and they're, 
like one lady on New Year's Eve was like, oh, my year's going to be full of good luck because she saw identical twins. Like, it's like weird for us to see because it's just like our normal, but it's fun because like we have like a built-in best friend and she can help me with stuff when I don't understand it and I can help her with stuff. So like it definitely makes life easy, but there are some parts of it that's like difficult when like you can't be your own person because like you have her like right next to you and like we're very similar and stuff, but yeah. I don't notice it as being different because we don't have any other siblings, so it's just us and I don't know what it's like being a, having an older sibling or having a younger sibling other than she's older than me by a few minutes, but I don't really notice any different. Yeah, well, you guys have been, it's been fun to watch you guys grow up here and, and, and be a part of our culture and our school because you guys, you know, are just inseparable. I mean, you guys are just a, a one-two tandem punch that just, you know, comes in every day, gets after it, um, and participates in a lot of different things that, that we offer. And um, and it's just cool to see, you know, your guys' connected heart that you have and, and how that um, has helped yourself but also helped others, you know, o- over the years. Because if you're going to get one, you're, you're, you're getting two, right? Um, McKenna, talk about just some of the different activities that you guys have done together, um, you know, over the years and, and what that's been like, um, you know, to be on the same team or, or to do something that's like kind of outside of the classroom together. Um, we both play soccer. We've been playing since we were like four, three. And that's been fun growing up playing with each other because we always had like a partner to like, if we don't have anyone at practice, we have each other or like, at home we can go out and practice with each other and then on the field during game time it's fun because if there's like we're just standing around people from the other team will walk up and be like are you twins with number three or like they look alike or like wasn't that one just over there it's kind of fun to like confuse people but it's also fun when like we get assists for each other like over our summer soccer we rack up the goals with assists from each other it's always if she gets a goal it's from my assist or vice versa which is fun and then we also grew up riding horses together, which is, like, a fun experience. I love watching her ride, and I enjoy, like, just spending time there with her. Yeah, the, the horses is awesome. That, that, what, what, what draws you guys both to, 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 to horses, and kind of how is that kind of made, you know, how, how did that make an impression on your guys' lives? I don't know where it came from. We kind of just grew like, up yeah. just wanting to be with the horses. There yeah. was, like, nothing... Like, our parents were never really around them or anything. We just kind of had, like, an attraction to yeah. them. We just wanted to be with them. But it's just something we both enjoy doing. Now, uh, Michaela, talk about just the um, the benefit of having a twin when it comes to academics. I mean, and, you know, I think it's always, you know, I have, you know, with my four kids at home, you know, they're all in different grades. And it's, man, it's like they're asking me for, you know, for questions and like, you know, fourth grade math that I struggle with. You know, I went, man, I wish someone else was here. Well, you guys kind of had that. I mean, talk about the benefit that you've had to kind of work together and, and help each other academically, too. It's very helpful, like, um, when she's taking classes or like if she doesn't understand something, I can like help her. Or, like, I'm taking chemistry this year because I couldn't last year. And so she's taking it. So, like, when I struggle with stuff, she can come and help me with it. And, like, that's really helpful. And then, like, we can always, like, make sure, like, we all have the right answers because we can compare stuff. And, like, it, it's just very helpful because you almost have someone that sees everything you do during the day. So you can just kind of compare everything. 
Now, you know, as seniors, you know, you guys are, are in, a, in, you know, in, in the process of making your plans, you know, for, for next year. Um, you guys have obviously been together, you know, all the way through. And let me just ask one more question about the past. So in elementary school, were you guys uh, together all the way through or a part of it or not at all as far as in the same classroom? We always got, we got to choose if we wanted to be in the same classroom or we just, we always picked to stay in the same we didn't really want to split up. So K-12, you've been basically together, you know, the entire time. So now as, as I talk to seniors and we've done these spotlights over the years, it's like, okay, let's talk where you're going. You know, let's talk about kind of how you guys are approaching, you know, your, your future plans and next year and kind of what, you know, what, what is on the horizon? What are you guys considering and how tough of a decision, you know, is this? Um, for a while, I've been saying like, we're not allowed to go to the same college because I, I want to be my own person because I think it's time for me to separate. But I feel like if I do go to a separate college, it'll be difficult for me because I've had her as like my backbone to like help me and like just I know she's always going to be there. So I feel like it's going to be like a struggle, but I want to I wanna go to a different college and be my own person for a little bit because I think it'd be beneficial to me, but it'll be hard. Yeah, I agree. Like. I think we're thinking about different colleges right now, but we'll always be able to like spend time together during breaks or like go visit each other. So either way, if we're together or not, it'll work out. And McKenna, uh, let's talk about kind of what your, um, you know, what what majors and what schools that you you know you're kind of thinking about and 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 looking to uh, you know to pursue. I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. I might go to GCC for two years to give myself time to figure it out or I might go to Alfred State and because they have a bunch of different programs and tech programs that I'm interested in so either way both colleges will is something that I'm interested in. I'm interested in um, construction management right now or um, forensic science technology. Two two great pathways with a lot of great um, with, with, with a lot of great jobs out there for sure. How about you Michaela? Um, I'm really, I'm not sure. I kind of change my idea every day. Um, I'm planning on maybe just going to MCC or GCC until I can kind of figure it out, but I'd like to go into like government or criminal justice related field, but I don't know. That's okay. I, I envy both of you guys because I think, you know, it's cool to be like, you know, in the development stage of, I know, I know that, you know, everyone wants to get to where they want to be, but it's just cool to just be in that in that journey of I'm still figuring it out, you know, and I just I encourage you guys to not rush that, you know, and just just keep keep staying that journey and, and having a lot of fun. All right, we're gonna finish up with um, um, with with a couple cool questions to kind of see, you know, do you have any, you know, like w what's what's similar, what's not? So these are some fun, you know, some quick hitters. Favorite and and and, and just so that you're listening because you can't see, we'll have McKenna go first on these ones. Um, so that you can uh, know who's who's answering first. So um, first, the first question is favorite ice cream flavor. Um, coffee. It's coffee too. Okay, so <laughs> one to one, uh, we 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 are the same. Favorite sport. Uh, horse riding. Uh, soccer. Okay. Um. Uh, favorite color. Blue. Green. Favorite lunch, cafeteria menu item, or or actual like you know um, full lunch for the day. Um, 
Probably any noodles, like <laughs> noodle dish. Okay. I don't know. Uh, chicken, chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. All right, can't go wrong with that. Uh, fast food. Uh, fa- uh, favorite fast food restaurant. Dunkin'. Dunkin', definitely. If you could go to any restaurant in, in the world, you know, any, you know, any place, it could be a, right here in town, um, where would you go? And, and if you could choose one person, person could be a celebrity, could be a person that's passed away, could be anyone that you would want. Um, you don't have to go, you know, with your significant other or a family member. I'm just, you know, you know, take the pressure off it. You can if you want. Where would you go and who would you have eat with you? Um, I'd go get sushi. So, like, any good sushi place and bring Ross lunch. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I would probably just, like, want to go to, like, Dunkin' or, like, Starbucks and just get, like, coffee and then, I don't know who I would bring. Um, maybe my grandpa, my poppy, because he just likes to talk, and I like to talk to him. Cool. So, let's go back to coffee. Uh, go-to order. Like, what's your go-to order with coffee? Um, French vanilla iced coffee with cream and sugar. That's the same thing. <laughs> That's great. So, um, so as you can see, there's uh, definitely some uh, similarities and definitely some not but let's uh, let's close this. Just kind of talk about uh, like talk about your parents and just kind of like you know the influence that they've had on you guys and just how you know they have you know been you know influenced you as twins and have you know kind of you know you talked about you know you guys had choice in elementary school to kind of make the, that type of decision. Kind of talk about you know the, the experience that you've had with them and, and and how they have influenced your life. Um, they're very supportive. Like. Um... If we would want to go to the same college, they'd be okay with that. Or if we decided not to, they'd be okay with that. And they kind of let us make us make our own decisions because we're twins and they want us to be independent and like work for ourselves. But um, they definitely like they push us to be different and they push us to uh, try our hardest to be like our own people, our own person, because we are we're compared a lot. So they want us to be our own person and just value that. But I think they definitely love, like, because we're, we're their only kids, so they love us, like, being twins and always having each other. And they always love when we would, like, work together on the field or, like, in school and just we, being best friends. We match. They yeah. like that. <laughs> Do you, now, so uh, as far as matching is concerned, is that something that, like, you guys like to do once in a while, used to do all the time, or don't want to even see, you know, be matched ever again? Growing up. My mom used to dress us up until like third grade and we like pre-K, first day school outfit, we were matching and we matched the whole year. But now like if we get the same sweatshirt and she wears it, I won't. Just because I want to be my own person, even though I'd love to wear the sweatshirt she's wearing, I want to be different. But sometimes we'll match and it's like, it's fun to just do something different. Cool. Mm-hmm. So if you got, if, if, if you ever, uh, um, you know, want to, Want to make a new friend? Uh, I, I can't I highly suggest uh, this great set of twins. Um, yeah, these guys are awesome, and uh, we're going to really miss these guys as they move on uh, out of here and into the next chapter of their life. But as they know, once a night, always a night. 
And uh, we really appreciate everything you guys have done for our school and how you've you know, contributed to our uh, awesome atmosphere here. And we wish you nothing but the best as you finish your senior year. So thanks for taking time uh, to be on our podcast this week. Thank you. Thank you. Next up on the podcast this week, I'm excited to continue our uh, winter sports spotlight. And this week, the spotlight goes on our wrestling team. Uh, really excited uh, to talk with our wrestlers that are here today. I'm going to have them introduce themselves, and we're going to jump into some good questions uh, with our with our really hardworking knights. Uh, I'm Noah Keys. I'm in grade 11, and I wrestle at 172. I'm Brock Flint. I'm a senior, and I'm wrestling at 145. I'm Michael Covert. I'm a junior, and I'm 172. So, Brock, we'll start with you. Um, you know, the senior year here, it has uh, been a pleasure to watch you, um, you know, come through this program. Um, you know, you've, you've had some great highs over the years on the mat. Uh, talk about what it's meant to be a part of this program and kind of your journey um, along the way. I've loved wrestling every year that I've done it. This year has just been another year that I've had to do it, and it's been a fun year. What what has been kind of like from when you look back as a you know as a modified wrestler you know all the way up to varsity you know uh, when you walked in on the program in seventh grade I mean like what's been kind of like you know the, the, the things you're most proud of as far as like maybe your accomplishments that you've had and also just kind of you know the wrestler that you've become. In modified, I looked up and I was like, wow, I really want to be like wrestling the sectional finals, really want to be doing well at these tournaments, and now I see myself there. Yeah, you've had a great run, a lot of great success, um, you know, and you continue that tradition of just, you know, great guys, uh, great guys in the program. Uh, Noah, you know, it's been fun to watch you really improve. I mean, like, I mean, I remember first time you kind of got out there, um, you know, and, and, you know, just getting pinned, right? I mean, let's just, let's just say what it is. And, that, and that's what wrestling is. I mean, when you come out, um, you're going against guys that are very tactical, and it's really hard to just get into that sport. Now you're kind of on the other side of that. Talk about just how your experience has been and, and how much you've learned because, you know, wrestling, people, you know, guys that don't know anything about wrestling just think, oh, they go out there and just move around. There is so much um, you know, so many skills and so many movements. Talk about the sport. Uh, yeah, I kind of came in in ninth grade as, you know, like a little kid. Well, I thought it was just kind of moving around, not realizing how strong people really are. And, you know, across the years, I've just kind of like learned more and paid more attention to technique and getting stronger. So, I mean, that's really what the sport is about is just technique. And talk about how you you build that technique, like you know the, the you know the, the practices, the repetitions, but like you know really kind of give people behind the scenes of how you're building that skill set that you have to be able to use those different skills on the mat. Uh, going to practices is really important. I started going to the gym more to get stronger, and just focus on the basics. Really, I mean, you don't have to do all these complicated things. You can just stick to the basics. And uh, Michael, I mean, you, you say, same with you. you. You've really come a long way, you know, with 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 your skills and and just kind of the type of wrestler that you are, and just a, I mean, you're a hard worker, to, you know, to begin with. You know, talk about you know just how you've evolved your body and evolved your you know your your technique and skill set um, on that mat. 
Well, it's really, you know, you, there's a hundred different moves you can do. So the key is, you, you know, pick a couple that you can master and you really work on those. You work on them and practice every single day repetitively, you know, you're, when you're tired and, and all that. And that's how you build the skill is, is work, keep working, you know, when you get tired. What, what do you think, you know, for, um, you know, just kind of looking back at your, your journey you know, like, what do you think has been the something you're most proud of that that you, that you've accomplished? You know, as far as either whether it's you know a, a certain win or um, you know or a certain skill that, that 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 you've mastered. I've won some some pretty close matches, probably some matches that I you know maybe shouldn't have won on paper. So those are you know some of the some of the big accomplishments. But I think more so than that, you know, the, you see a lot of improvements since seventh grade, and that's. You know, that's worth more than, I guess, you know, maybe a win or something. So that's, you know, you go in there and you, you want to improve every day. And that's what it's all about. And this sport is it's not for everyone. And I think that, you know, I, I give you guys so much credit for, you know, just how hard you work. Because, you know, unlike, uh, you know, other, other sports where there's five, uh, 11, you know, whatever the number might be, teammates out there with you, you know, as the, as the game, quote unquote, is happening, it's just you. And, and, you know, in that, in that, in that circle, it's you, your teammates are on the bench, you're cheering you on. Um, Brock, talk about just how, you know, how unique, you know, this sport is on how you can't hide because it's you. Wrestling's the only sport you have to show that you're better than the guy you're wrestling. You have to go out there and prove it to everyone out there. And you have your teammates backing you up and supporting you, but you have to be the one that actually does it. So you have to put in the work to do it. Absolutely. And I think, you know, talk about, you know, Coach Conadorio, uh, Coach Boyd, you know, what these guys have, you know, the mentality that they bring uh, on a daily basis and how, you know, that has helped you guys over the years, Brock. Uh, Coach Conadorio has always been great with teaching us moves, and Randy never fails to motivate us. He's one of the best motivators that I've ever had at, like, coach around. Now, one of, the, one of the things about this program, Noah, is that there's always been, you know, we, we've always had sectional champs. You know, we, we've never, we haven't won as a team, but individually we've had some really good successful uh, nights have come through. What does that do for, uh, you, know, you know, for a guy like you looking up to them and, you know, kind of talk about the motivation that that gives you. I find it really motivating because, like, I mean, it is an individual sport, but winning feels great. And so, you know, watching everybody else win, it's like, I want to be that person. I think it's really motivating. I like watching other people win. <laughs> Mike, talk about, like, you're in the third, you know, um, you know you're in the third quarter. Um, you know, you're down one. You know, um, you, know you, you have the, the clock is running. You have coach, you know, the coaches are, are coaching you. You have you know, your fans that, that are cheering. Like, talk about, like, let's get in your head. You know, down one, third quarter, like, you know, what, what are you thinking? What is, the, what is the strategy? How are you, you know, f- maintaining focus and, and trying to execute? Well, I mean, third period, you're, you know, you're obviously really tired. You know, you've been wrestling what, almost six minutes. So that's, you just got to want it more than the other guy. You know, you have to stay in good position. And that's, you know, it goes back to practice, you know, at the, end of practice when you're really tired and we're doing you know our stance and motion drills you got to stay in good position so it's keeping the fundamentals and you you got to want it more than the other guy 
you know, you have to stay on the attack and, you know, it's, the matches are won by, by one point. So I'd say a simple answer is you get one or more than, than the other guy. Yeah. I love that. We got to put that on a shirt, I think. Uh, you know, Brock, talk about your favorite all time win. You know, you've, I mean, you've wrestled all over the place. Like what would you put down as your, you know, your number one win that you've experienced? I wouldn't even say it was my win. My brother, like, a couple of years ago with Bolivar Richburg, he basically almost pinned himself, but he rolled the kid through and pinned him, and it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Down at the Bolivar Richburg uh, tournament, the overnight, you guys used to go down there, and, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's cool. You're giving a shout-out to him and a uh, great wrestler himself and – um, and, and a great tournament that is. I mean, nothing beats a little hotel action for you yeah. guys back, back. And that's good. Well, all right. Well, so get so that I'm going to push back on you. Then you got to pick one of you for yourself, though. Okay. Um. Probably just wrestling kids from Calmom, just from the rivalry. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. That's a good. Uh, uh, those are those are always special for sure. Whether you're here or or, or playing over there, yeah. so. Absolutely. And especially you guys, you know, you see these guys in all the other sports too, you know, so you guys have a little connection with them. It's more than just the, you know, it's more than just another body out there. Okay. So I'm going to, we're going to finish up with a couple quick hitters. Everyone's going to answer these questions. Um, and the first one is, and we'll, Brock, we'll start with you and we'll circle around. Um, the first one is your, your go-to wrestling um, sneaker. What, what what brand do you like to use? Um, and, and and we'll start with that one. So I ripped my Nike shoes at a tournament this year. So Asics have been my shoes this year. Okay. Uh, mine's also Asics. 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 I've had as long as I've been wrestling, it's been Asics. All the way through. Well, so Asics. If you're listening to this, you know, send us some new pairs. You know, give us a little little endorsement. Well, you know, we're we're, we're rocking your stuff. Um, go to pre, you know, before you guys wrestle, like what, like, what are you listening to or, or what are you wearing? I mean, some guys like to get all hooded up, get hot, get warm. Other guys got nothing on guys got headphones. Kind of watch that, like that, that ritual that you go through as you're, as you're kind of getting ready for your, you know, for your name to be called. I don't listen to music. I try and just get in, in the mindset to wrestle. I wear a hoodie and a pair of shorts, and before my match, I'll take it off, get warmed up, and get ready to go. I mean, I kind of do the same thing, hoodie and shorts, but I, I like to put one AirPod in and listen to some music, just kind of hit shuffle on my playlist, and whatever plays, plays, but, and, you know, warm up, get ready, get in the mindset. like that. For me, I just, you know, I'll put my hood up, you know, you're pacing back and forth, you warm it up, you're just trying to get in that that mindset before you go out there and you know you're you're competing so so something you eat drink you know on you know on a on a match day you know something that uh like is a go-to for you lucky charms <laughs> yes uh i like kind bars and gatorade okay i'd say craisins and gatorade Ooh. yeah the okay. lemon lime gatorade that's that's the go-to go-to lemon lime i like that all American. Uh, that's an all American flavor right there. Not 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 some of the new kinds they have. Um, all right, last one. Uh, th this one is kind of not a wrestling question, but you know your your favorite um, you know lunch here at school. So if, if if you could like schedule today's lunch, what are you putting on that menu that we that we serve? 
Gotta go with Build-A-Bowl and mac and cheese. Solid choice. Uh, taco in a bag. Those are both good choices. I like the the spicy chicken fed with the boom boom sauce. Okay. So I'll get that every time I have it. Okay, the boom boom sauce, always a big choice here. Well, listen, guys, I appreciate you taking time being on the podcast, and uh, our nights are going to be in action uh, Saturday uh, in uh, this week at the LCA Championships Counties down at down in Latchworth. Great facility down there for these guys to get after it. Um, and then their their next home uh, match, I believe, is Tuesday night, uh, six o'clock here versus Pavilion. So uh, we look forward to uh, having a home match. We had one canceled this week because of a snow day. Uh, so get out and support these nights, and good luck uh, as the season goes on, guys. All right, thanks for having us. All right, next up on the podcast, I'm bringing in a celebrity uh, in here today, and we were thankful enough to be able to work through uh, her agent to uh, you know get a, get her on on the on the show this week. Um, and I'm gonna have her introduce herself because you know she's she she really needs no introduction from me, um, and that is our our school nurse. And um, when she introduces herself, I'm gonna have her give her favorite ice cream. Um, and her favorite uh, restaurant in town. So you guys can keep that in the back of your mind. So here we go. <laughs> Hi. Um, favorite ice cream is anything with chocolate in it, but it's probably uh, um, Moose Tracks. So you got to have, you know, the, a little bit of peanut butter and chocolate and whatever. Favorite restaurant, um, I love to go out to to eat, so certainly Sweet Betty's, but I have to talk about uh, the Eagle, or I have to talk about uh, Capiche, um, you know. Any place in any town. Any place in town. That's right. Absolutely. So we got Patty dancing here, our, our big-time school nurse, and, um, you know, many of you have heard this voice, uh, you know, in questions <laughs> or sometimes that maybe you didn't want to hear that voice, um, but she has been the backbone of our, of our program here in this world pandemic uh, from day one and uh, has helped us navigate and has worked you know, miracles and have done some amazing things, you know, for, for our students and our community. So first of all, I just want to just put that out there and, and just want to thank you for the work that you've done. Um, and, you know, the one thing that's been consistent through this is not only the C in COVID, but has been the C of change and the C of challenge. And those two things, um, you know, when it comes to the guidelines and it comes to how we're navigating, you know, we don't make those rules, we get those rules, and then we, then we, you know, we, we work, we practice those. And um, we are obviously currently right now, you know, at the highest levels of COVID numbers in this region, um, you know, in, you know, with, with, within the state uh, that we've, that we've ever seen. Um, so we are definitely in the, in the middle of something uh, big here. Um, why don't you just kind of talk about, you know, your observations and, and just some things of, you know, to kind of give people an idea of kind of how we're combating, you know, this, this, this peak that we're seeing right now in cases. Okay, sure. So, um, I change absolutely. Uh, when I think back two years ago and 
and the progress that we really have made with the tools that we now have available. So um, we've worked very closely with the Department of Health. I have a liaison there so I can facilitate communication when it's needed, both um, going and coming communication when, when kids need to quarantine or isolate or, or um, um, when they can come back to school and they haven't received their communication. So it's made for much better communication here. And um, certainly when I think about COVID, I don't, I don't even have time to read the papers or see the news anymore. I think about what's happening in our community, the kids, the parents, the grandparents, the staff I see every day who have questions and are symptomatic. So it's the, the realness of what's happening in Leroy, New York. It's not what's happening to me. It's not China or you know Los Angeles or wherever. It's, it's the reality of Leroy. And I'm seeing um, cases definitely picking up and um, kids and parents and everyone who sometimes are flabbergasted when it turns out they do have a COVID infection. The, um, the reality, and I'm not gonna get into vaccination here. Um, some believe in it, some don't. And I would just ask, you know, read the research. And um, what I'm seeing are kids who are not vaccinated, who are pretty sick with COVID. Others who are vaccinated, who um, can, can skate through sometimes not with no symptoms. Other times it's uh, runny nose, sore throat, congestion, headache, um, fatigue, those sort of symptoms that it's easy to attribute to staying out too late the night before, or maybe it's an allergy or a little bit of a, a cold. Um, today's uh, day and age, it, it could be COVID. So that is, um, that is the most astounding. Kids who are vaccinated, by and large, are really not that sick. And that's why it's so dangerous, because it spreads. Um, it can spread 48 hours before any symptoms, and that's when you may have gotten together with grandma or somebody who's vulnerable and unknowingly spread the COVID. So, um, um, so I think it is, I think about our, our theme of we are LR. It's not just me, it's not just you, Mr. McArdle. Um, it's not just the students, it's all of us who have to work. So it's keeping those students home um, when they have a runny nose or you're question, questioning what's going on with them. Give me a call and we'll talk it through and see what's the best thing to do. Um, so in, in kind of talking about making that call and you know some of the tools that we have at our disposal, you know, I, I think that you know, as the test you know, kits um, and, and supplies you know, are kind of scarce from time to time, we right now I would call us rich in, in, in those mm -hmm. areas when it comes to quality mass um, you know, the, and the options that we have to test. Why don't you talk about 
how you know people can access that and and the importance of uh, the testing. So we we are blessed. So we have a few different testing options here at the school from the Department of Health, and on a weekly basis, I place an order, and um, they uh, are are absolutely doing their utmost and they're they're doing a great job in supplying the schools with whatever they need. The type of test that I can give depends on what the situation is. We have the rapid test with no symptoms. We have a, um, a couple other rapid tests and we have the PCR machine, which is um, the one that physician offices in Rite Aid and CVS have. The advantage here is, um, with an appointment to get your test, if I can run it right away, um, 15 minutes, we have results. Um, other places might have to send it out and then it might take a day or two or three. Sometimes right now I'm hearing that it's a day or two to even get an appointment, let alone get results. So I can turn results around definitely that day and anytime in that inter interval. Um, so, so that's something that I've been offering. So a student who comes down with symptoms, I um, will evaluate what's going on and will call a parent and discuss it, see if they feel that they should be tested and then um, uh, we'll go from there. Other times parents are keeping children home and I thank them for that, but they'll call me and they want to make a, a appointment to come in to the school. And when I say come into the school, they come through the bus loop, I'll come out, swab the child um, or whoever in the family um, is, uh, there's, they're worried with symptoms. Whoever needs to be tested, I'll get them tested. Um, so they don't even have to come into the school. We don't want them to come into the school with symptoms. Um, the county is also uh, having no trouble supplying us with other things that we need. So our glove supply, our mask supply. So I did want to talk about masks a little bit. There's been a lot of data and research that has come through that I am trying to stay on top of. Cloth masks, while they do offer some protection, are really um, not beneficial and not efficient in minimizing the spread, especially if like the gator cloth masks, they're usually single ply and they're not great at preventing that virus from um, coming through the mask. The best um, options are surgical or medical masks. Uh, the ones that have the, the metal at the top, you can pinch around the nose. The Department of Health is supplying us with those. N95 or KN, KN95 are great masks as well. Um, the most efficient mask. If, uh, if a mask is dirty or wet, it should be replaced. And again, students come down and we do that, we replace it for them. Again, a mask has to be in the right place to be efficient. So they have to be over the nose and the mouth. Um, and 
I, by and large, students are really trying to, to be, be compliant with that um, and keep their masks up so they're doing their part. So, you know, we, we really encourage everyone to, you know, utilize, you know, the, the resources that you just heard about, whether it's our testing options, whether it's, you know, utilizing us to get a fresh mask, um, you know, the, the need of masks. Um, you know, and or just the call to, to you know, to, to talk. And I know, you know, we're, we're also fortunate. We have a, a part-time nurse that's working with us as well. Um, so between, you know, the, the, the resources that, that we've put together here as a school, uh, we can really turn a lot, of, a lot of work and a lot of communication on any given day. Um, you know, not to take anything away from your local doctors or, or health providers, but, you know, our line is, you know, quote unquote, is short and, and, and we're able to uh, step up and, um, you know, and, and support as well. So, you know, we encourage you to definitely take advantage of that. Um, our superintendent, Mr. Holly, will be sending out information uh, with some new guidelines and, and the test to stay uh, program that is going to be starting soon. Um, and, and we can, uh, you know, we'll, I'll have you kind of comment on that just for, for a brief moment. Uh, but just know that those details, uh, when, they, when they send out for Mr. Holly, that'll be the official start of that. And, um, and we have, again, the resources at this point to be able to do that. Yeah, the, it's, it's another example of uh, learning all we can about this virus and being efficient. So um, Mr. Holly will give a lot of the details on what Testis Day is and who would qualify um, in that situation, but it's uh, for asymptomatic, uh, non-vaccinated, quarantined individuals after a certain period of time, they can potentially um, get a test in the morning and be able to stay in school so that they're not in danger of, of falling behind because they can't be live um, in the classroom. There's other, um, there's a lot of questions also on the shortening of isolation period. And that was precipitated when the CDC um, gave out their communication about the shortening of isolation. The CDC is, uh, is a, an organization that gives us recommendations on what we can or, or shouldn't do. The Department of Health is our regulating organization, and they are looking at the CDC recommendation. Um, they have, in some instances, for essential workers, of which teachers and our bus drivers and our school staff are essential. There are situations where they can potentially shorten their isolation period already. Well, we haven't seen that yet for students, but. Um, I do know the Department of Health is considering all the research. So I just want to reiterate one more time that your one call way of getting the support that you need, and, um, and we really appreciate everything that Mrs. Danson has done for our, our program here and, and how she's evolved and how we've evolved and how it's going to continue to evolve um, as time goes on. So uh, we wish everyone... Uh, Nothing but uh, staying healthy and continue to do the good things that lead to that, like good good nights of sleep and washing those hands, um, you know, and, and, and continuing to put yourself in the right spots uh, each day. 
Um, and, and our goal is to stay open and to stay functioning um, you know, throughout any situation and, and keep the engagement of our students as high as possible. So I want to thank um, uh, you for being on the podcast this week. And uh, we'll have her back. Well, she will be back. Um, but, yeah, thanks for all of your work and, and, and being a part of this great team. And, and, and we really appreciate it. So thanks for tuning in uh, again this week. Thanks. Thanks.